Welcome to the Dental Business Guide Podcast. From money to marketing to management, this podcast will help you run a better dental business. Hello and welcome back. This is Aaron Mera from the Dental Business Guide Podcast. And today I've got Smita. How are you, Smita? Yes, very well. Thank you, Aaron. Um, very good. Just uh, looking forward to talking a little bit more about emergencies today. Yeah, so today Smita is going to share her experience and knowledge um, and expertise on how to get emergency dental patients. Now, obviously, this has perhaps been an odd year to say the least, but maybe do you want to share a little bit of experience of um, what you did in your practices and then how this has translated into your business and then how you can suggest other people to do it for themselves as well? <clears throat> Well, yes, as you rightly said, it's been quite an odd 12 months really for us, um, as it has been for everybody, certainly in the dental field uh, and obviously wider wider fields. But um, what, what I've found most interesting, uh, certainly recently um, over the last few months of uh, lockdowns and then Boris Johnson making speeches and somebody else coming on to, to make uh, either further lockdown restrictive speeches or opening things up is that our emergencies and new patients and people calling the practices have been very linked to these announcements that the government makes. So, for example, if, if Boris is announcing further restrictions or a new lockdown, then suddenly we, we get a lot of cancellations and people will phone up in fear. Whereas conversely, uh, recently, they've started to open things up. And Boris spoke, what, just a, a week or so ago about um, the ro- ro- roadmap to recovery. And suddenly the phone started to get very much more busy as confidence grew. Um, so what we found during the sort of worst phases of lockdown, when uh, the books did really go quiet, is that we realised that people weren't going to come in for general treatment. They weren't advised to move around um, and they were trying to restrict movement of people. So the only reason and, and way that people would be coming to us would be an emergency situation situation. So no checkups and general treatment, but just more emergencies. So we decided to focus our online attention to uh, marketing towards emergencies and same day uh, appointments. Um, And we also opened up our hours. We increased our hours of opening. We increased our days of opening um, and we went to seven days a week. So so, so obviously it was a difficult time for everybody, but the team um, stepped up. Correct. Yes, we're very, very lucky. The team stepped up. Everybody stepped up. They, they, they stepped up their game. I mean, the other, uh, you know, and, and it ended up being very fruitful in many ways. Um, but the other thing to remember, you know, when looking at just the the busyness of the book and the figures. Uh, now reflecting back on it is one of the big reasons we ended up doing quite well at that point was because none of the dentists were taking time off none of them were taking holidays Um, and so those I don't know four to six weeks or or more that uh, a dentist would normally take time off off and hence the books would go quiet or your um your your patient base would go on holiday for example through the month of august or at christmas those those quiet periods weren't there um so the key was to to i mean obviously conversely it was quiet in many other ways but if you then busied up the books by getting people in to do what the only thing they could do emergencies then that obviously generated further treatment and goodwill so so on this emergency front then how did you get the message out through the various lockdowns that firstly that you are open but also that you are can deal with emergency patients well, the first thing we did is we announced it on our website, um, on our homepage that we were open or, or not open, depending on which lockdown we were in. Um, 
We also made sure that we had uh, regular social media updates, whether it be Facebook or Instagram, going out, um, reaching out to our patient base and beyond. Um, we had simple things uh, outside the door. We had a blackboard out, which which uh, notified you of what our current status was. Um, and we also emailed our patient base just to let them know whether we were closing down or opening up, etc. Um, so there were various modes of communication that we used. Okay, but then obviously that's to your existing patient base. What about attracting new patients? How, how, did, how did you go about doing that? That was mostly based on website um, and, yeah, website and uh, pay-per-click marketing and um, just notifying patients uh, or, or notifying the wider public um, through our homepage on the website. Sure. Um, that's the predominant way. And if I'm right in saying that we, 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 one, of our, one of the team was fully, fully solid in creating content around emergency care content around covid what to do in the instance of covid and therefore when people were searching for that type of seeing a dentist during covid the page is ranked organically very very well okay yeah absolutely i mean we we had a, a couple of people and one certainly was was working full time on just creating new and interesting and relevant content um even during the first lockdown nearly a year ago now um so that sort of two two odd months that that we were closed or quiet um you know a couple of people were in the background really working to, to build up content um that then really helped us once we opened up because we were at a certain level um because of the organic growth of of, of the um the, the, the content that we had okay all right and so then and, and sorry and that was at a period when most websites or most dentists were completely you know locked down and the, the sort of locked the door and, and left the building as it were both physically and metaphorically so because we didn't do that because we didn't leave the building metaphorically um, and we were really working sort of backstage on all of these things we even built an online shop literally within a within a couple of days with the help of our marketing team online marketing team and and that it, you know carried on with it held some traction with with emergencies that were coming in. I would direct them to the shop, and they would they would purchase uh, emergency kits and temporary filling kits, etc. From there, that wasn't a huge amount of business in terms of revenue, but it was just we were keeping things going online and and keeping our um, methods of communication uh, going. And and the phone calls, I was answering the phone calls throughout. Um, the first lockdown uh, almost 24 hours a day so there was open open lines of communication at all times okay great so obviously now getting emergency patients seems to be the big thing that you've focused on in the last year and I, I suppose as a result of lots of NHS practices not providing much or limited care that's obviously helped not just only your practices but other private practices out there in terms of clients I've spoken to so now what 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 for for those people who haven't targeted emergency patients in the last twelve months? What, what do you think the benefits are to you to your business? Well, I think the provision because we are fully private, so the provision of NHS obviously they're very very stretched at the moment and have been for the last twenty uh, for, for the last twelve months. And due to the lack of provision or, or the, the, how stretched they are, um, people have been uh, making a private call and, and, and coming to us through other means. So in other words, they were NHS patients, but obviously they've had to make the call um, to come privately. Now, I know that there will be a core of patients who perhaps can't afford it and have gone to hospitals. Um, but then there is uh, there are groups of people who can afford to, to be treated privately. They've just chosen to go down the NHS route, but now have realised that actually through the private route, the the um, provision of care and the immediacy of the care that they've received has been uh, far superior just because 
the ability of, of what private practices can do um, you know at the point of at the point of need so it's really really helped uh, the new patients that have come through over the last 12 months have, have been phenomenal because um, not only have they turned into treatment and they've referred their friends and family to us um, but the, the the types of treatment that we've been doing have been much more complex and um, and even things like what leads from that are things like Invisalign, for example, which, OK, it's not emergency, but it's very lockdown friendly. So, uh, you know, that's been doing very, very well as well. So, yeah, for us, it's been actually uh, it's turned out to be it turned out to work, work well so far. And in terms of so then if I'm a, a dentist and I'm running my own practice, emergencies is a, is a great angle as you said because those people get them out of pain sort their problem out and then over the uh, long term yeah the long goodwill term, that that creates yeah. has been has been phenomenal and the comments and the reviews that we've got as a result of it have been brilliant and and also very heartening for the team um <clears throat> and given the team a big morale boost at a time when it's been tough it's been you know really tough working with all of the ppe um and in those conditions it's not been easy at all but to be fair if your team steps up then you know you have everything yeah okay brilliant so there you have it so thank you smita i think um the points you've raised here really are that emergency care has been something that you, you and your team have focused on and delivered to a very high standard and your marketing team have also stepped up to help you there so for anyone else thinking about going down that route to to build a solid business just to have a good foundation and i think having emergency patients or sorting people out of their pain has to be the number one priority and then everything else will be built upon that do you agree yeah absolutely um, and so it's very clear that there's this front of house that need to step up and step in and um deliver uh, but it's also very much back office um and it really has almost been like a i liken it to a game of netball you know you've got people who who pass pass the ball to the the, the goal attack or the goal shooter um and without without the ball coming to the goal shooter there's, there are no goals to score so um it is really a team a team approach and it's not just the, the people who are delivering the care it's it's a in private practice certainly from our experience it's been a, a whole team approach that's that's led to um you know where we are today thank you there you have it that's smita telling you all about how to get emergency patients um that's been really really helpful really really interesting so watch out for our next podcast and uh or listen out for our next podcast and uh which will be very very soon with you thank you thanks have a great day thanks for listening in to the dental business guide podcast we welcome your feedback and if you're enjoying it please let your friends know too Until the next time on the Dental Business Guide podcast.